Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! We have a very simple word for us today, uh, and I pray it'll be a good reminder for us. Uh, but you know, if you have a word with you, uh, turn with me uh, to Luke chapter 5, and we're going to read from verse 1 to verse 11. Luke chapter 5, verse 1. So it was, as a multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one boat, one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Amen. Now today, if I can put a title to what I'm going to share, it will just be this. What it means to be a follower of Christ. You know, here in the end, it says that, that you know, uh, Peter, uh, we're going to focus on Peter, but you know, the disciples followed Jesus. And we're going to just focus on the interaction between Peter and Jesus and what it means uh, to follow Jesus from this interaction. You know, a follower means, you know, a follower of something or someone means that, you know, uh, you identify yourself with them, right? Uh, it means that, you know, uh, you identify yourself with their uh, you follow them. You follow. You follow them. Whether it's you know following the actions, following what they say, following what they uh, what they believe, what they stand for. Uh, you know, I just remember. You know, um, not last summer because last summer we were in COVID. I think it was two summers ago. Um, it was. Uh, I think Greta Thunberg uh, came and visited Bristol, uh, for a sort of environment pro environment. Uh, thing <laughs> and i remember going for a haircut uh and speaking of which i probably really do need a haircut but i went for a haircut and i remember coming out from my hairdresser and as i stood out the main road in front of me would block uh it was just a whole bunch of people marching uh and i could immediately tell that these guys were greta thunberg's followers uh or supporters because they were holding signs saying you know we love you greta or like you know save the environment um uh, and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, I knew these guys were Greta Thunberg's followers without seeing Greta. Uh, yeah, and you know, for us as Christians, uh, we call ourselves followers of Christ. And basically, what it means to be a follower of Christ, being a follower of Christ means that, you know, when other people see us, they should be able to see, oh, yes, we see Christ. We see that we know that this person is a follower of Christ. Um, we're Christians, you know, uh, which also means, you know, little Christ. Uh, we represent Jesus. Uh, we 
um, people when people see look at us they should be able to see who Jesus is and so what it means um, when we say we are a follower of Christ what does it look like to be a follower of Christ you know got a few points here and the first point is as simply as this a follower of Christ is someone who obeys him you know um, here we read about you know Peter being so very obedient you know, putting myself in Peter's shoes and I'm going, you know, if I'm Peter, I work all night and I've caught nothing. So I'm really disappointed, right? And now I'm washing my nets, uh, nets that, you know, uh, didn't do me any good. <laughs> uh, and uh, if I was Peter, I'd probably be grumbling while washing my net. Uh, but, you know, then Jesus comes along and Jesus go, oh, uh, there's it's a free boat there. You just jump on it and go like, you know, Peter, this is your boat, right? Why not like, well, can you just uh, yeah, let me out a bit uh, so I can talk to these people? Uh, and then while Jesus was talking, after he finished talking, he said, Peter, you know that net you just washed? Why don't you just throw it down and try to catch some fish? Uh, and, you know, if I'm thinking, if I'm in Peter's shoes, none of what Jesus is doing makes sense. And it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense for me to even uh, obey what Jesus has said, you know, I've worked, uh, um, I've really worked all night. It doesn't make sense for me to throw the net. In fact, I've really washed the net. Uh, why do I want to go and make them dirty again? Uh, <laughs> and and the other thing is, you know, Jesus was a carpenter. Simon was a fisherman. <laughs> it doesn't make sense for a fisherman to listen to a carpenter about fishing. <laughs> you get what I mean? Uh, but yet, Peter still obeyed, even though it didn't make sense. Obedience, you know, we learn about obedience. We talk about obedience a lot. Obedience is very important. Uh, you know, even in a, a, um, when, when uh, Jesus was asked, uh, you know, uh, uh, what are the two greatest commandments? What's the greatest commandment? You know, he says, you know, to love for God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And the second is this to live in the self. And you know, uh, we learn uh, from Pastor Kenneth previously, you know, to obey God. Uh, it means to love God. To love God means to obey God. Yeah? Uh, obedience, even when it didn't make sense. Obe obeying Him, even when it doesn't make sense. You know, why is obedience so important? You know, some people have asked me before, you know, uh, um, how much do I tithe or uh, I've shared with some people before that you know I tithe 10% of uh, my pre-tax income uh, and some people say you know that doesn't make sense why would you do that because tax is so high here uh, so technically technically uh, you're, you're, you're tithing more than 10% of of your take-home pay for example um, but you know honestly you know, I just felt challenged uh, by God to do it uh, and I felt it was the right thing to do, um, uh, and 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 uh, the thing is this, you know. I even I remember think about you know obedience when it doesn't make sense. I think about this one experience that I had. Um, this is when I was I first started working. I think it's my second year when I was working, and uh, being uh, second year uh, starting work my second year. I remember my first two three years, I really didn't really have a lot in terms of salary. Uh, I don't think I even had any savings. Uh, I was spending pretty much 
as much as I earn on a monthly basis. Uh, and I remember my second year was the first time I uh, qualified uh, for the bonus scheme. Uh, and I was really excited because, you know, uh, I was working very hard uh, and I thought I performed very well. Uh, and so I was praying and I was saying, you know, God, would you just bless me with this bonus? You know, I serve you. Would you just bless me with this bonus? Uh, and you know, God, if I say this to God, you know, God, I would, uh, even if, if I get the bonus, you know, 50% goes to you. And I was very confident, you know, I was like, you know, God is good. God, you're faithful. You know, God, you see the work that I put in, you know, I'm going to get it. Uh, and news comes and says, you got nothing. You got nada, zero. Uh, and I got very disappointed and angry. Uh, and I, I went to God with my frustrations. I go like, God, why? Why? <laughs> and I remember, you know, God challenging me saying, um, you know that 50%? Uh, God didn't say why, but God says, what next? And then what next was, you know that 50% that you were saying that you're going to give me? Uh, can you type that as well? Uh, <laughs> and I was like, uh, but I don't have the 50%. Uh, and God says, no, just do it, uh, just trust me. Uh, and uh, it took me a while, uh, but in the end, I, 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 I obeyed reluctantly. Uh, but the beautiful thing is this, you know, that I, would, I didn't lack uh, that month that I gave more. Uh, and in fact, a couple months later on, uh, I was told that I was given an award uh, that came with a cash reward uh, that uh, was more than the bonus that I would have gotten anyway. Uh, and you know the thing about obedience is this thing, is this, you know, obedience takes faith. Especially when obedience, when we obey, obedience that, when we obey, when it doesn't make sense. That takes faith, you know, when it makes sense to obey, then it's just facts. But when it doesn't make sense to obey and we still obey, that takes a lot of faith. And faith is the currency of heaven. Faith is what, uh, allows room for miracles to happen. And you know, even here, because it didn't make sense and because Simon Peter obeyed, they've caught so much fish that, you know, even with the four, with the two boats, the four men, it was not enough. Uh, it was not enough to, to for, uh, it was almost not enough to, to, to bring in this fish. And the thing is this, you know, even as you obey, when it doesn't make sense, it's when you create, there's room uh, for God uh, to move, there's room for miracles to happen. And obeying is also this, you know, even as we read towards the end, it says here that they forsook everything and followed Him. You know, we learned previously that obedience also means this, obedience also requires sacrifice. And you know, Simon Peter here, you know, uh, forsook all that he had. He forsook his fishing just to go with Jesus. And I mean, I can only imagine, you know, uh, him being a fisherman, Jesus being a, a carpenter, uh, <laughs> for him to leave um, what he was, he knows, uh, the, for him to leave uh, his, um, Things that he knows uh, just to follow Jesus. Uh, it's quite a crazy thing uh, to think about. You know, even as I was preparing this, the one thing that, you know, I heard, uh, I felt God saying to me was this, you know, Tiong, if I took away your job, would you still follow me? If I took away your job, would you still love me? 
And that was a very scary uh, <laughs> thought. Uh, and it made me think again, you know, am I, why am I following Jesus? Am I following him because of the blessings? Or am I following him because of who he is? And I really had to check my heart to go, you know, because I was struggling with it because I went, you know, if I don't have a job, it's going to be hard. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Uh, and it could be, yeah, yeah, I was struggling with it, if I'm honest. Um, but, you know, this it was a challenge that came as Pat was preparing for this message. Uh, but, you know, obedience also means this, you know, uh, being focused means this, you know, being willing to, you know, uh, sacrifice uh, areas that we need to sacrifice. And that also means, you know, if there's any areas in our lives uh, that we need to revisit, any areas in our lives that we need to let God in, any areas of our lives that, you know, we know is not glorifying God, it's not, it's not, we're not obeying God in, that we need to let Him in and obey Him. We need to check our heart, we need to check our lives uh, and uh, start doing that deep clean and start obeying God. Uh, you know, this, um, obedience, as simple as that, you know, obeying God, uh, obeying Him, uh, as simple as that, yeah, it's what it means to follow Christ. And the second thing here I can see here is that, you know, in verse 8, uh, it says here that Simon Peter uh, fell down to his knees and said to Jesus, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. You know, what this tells us is that, you know, a follower of Christ is someone who recognizes who God is. Someone who recognizes who God is. And, you know, G Peter recognizes that, you know, this is, this person is holy, this is God, this is, and I am sinful, and I am not worthy. Uh, Simon Peter recognizes that this is God, uh, or rather this is uh, someone who's from God, uh, probably at that time, maybe that's why he thought he's someone who's from God. Uh, but you know, for us, you know, as Christians, as followers of Christ, it means that, you know, we recognize who God is. And what it means to recognize who God is, it means two things, you know. First is recognizing that, you know, He is the King of Kings, He's the Lord of Lords. He is the one who is above everything else. And He's above us. You know, sometimes, you know, we like to say, that, you know, uh, let God take the wheel, right? God take the wheel. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, that's what it means uh, to, uh, to, to recognize who God is, to recognize that, you know, He knows better uh, and to allow Him uh, to take the wheel, surrendering uh, and to surrender areas of life to Him. The other thing uh, about recognizing who, recognizing who God is, is this, you know, being followers of Christ is being able to recognize the voice of God. You know, Peter, uh, the other, the other, the other, I guess the other account of Peter obeying God that I can think of now is, you know, uh, Peter walking on water. His story goes, uh, the disciples left on a boat first uh, towards Capernaum and uh, Jesus was uh, catching up to them <laughs> and so Jesus walked on water and it was stormy uh, so it was it was it was such a terrifying storm that you know the disciples were all afraid of life right and when they saw Jesus uh, the immediate reaction was it's a ghost uh, but then Jesus said you know fear not it is I uh, and um, Jesus, uh, Simon said you know God uh, Lord if it's you uh, call me uh, out to walk with you uh, and Jesus says come and Simon Peter immediately stepped out of the boat. 
uh, and he walked on water, sorry goes that he walked on water for a while until he looked at the storm and started drowning. Um, but the thing is this, you know, that, you know, Peter recognised that it was Jesus' voice that says it is I. And uh, even though, you know, the disciples were saying, the others were saying, you know, it's a ghost, it's a ghost, it's a ghost. Yet, Peter recognises and focuses on Jesus' voice. Uh, and also, we also read that he sang because he focused on the storm, not on Jesus. And you notice what it means to recognise who God is, is to be able to recognise God's voice and to focus on Him even when there is a storm. You know, this week has been a really tough week for me, uh, work-wise. Uh, I have, um, we had a very big deadline on Wednesday, uh, uh, and then we've got another big deadline, a couple more big deadlines on Monday. And so everything was in a mad rush. Uh, and then the deadline on Wednesday was quite bad because we were under-resourced, that's one thing. But everything was going wrong. <laughs> everything was going wrong. Somehow, everything was just not going our way. Uh, and I remember, and I was working like insane hours uh, throughout the week. And I remember, you know, on Tuesday night, uh, we were, our deadline was Wednesday. On Tuesday night, I was like, it's not possible. It's definitely not possible. But you know, every time everything goes wrong, uh, <laughs> for some reason, I kind of go, you know, God, why? Why is this happening? God, why is this happening to me? Uh, and you know, even as I, I did that, you know, uh, yeah, quote unquote, kind of blaming God. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I kept going, oh God, why is this going wrong? God, why? Why? Uh, and Tuesday night, you know, I just decided, you know, uh, I'm not gonna, I don't know whether I'm, I don't think it's possible. Uh, and, you know, um, don't learn from me because I turned to God only when all else failed. <laughs> Go to God first. Uh, my last lesson learned. Uh, but you know, I say I went to God and I say, you know, God, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I felt God saying, you know, just trust me. Uh, and God says, you know, just focus on me. Stop focusing on you know your work. Stop focusing on um, everything that's going wrong. Just focus on me. And trust that you know, uh, I'm the one who. Uh, who is the God of the impossible. I'm the one who uh, uh, is faithful. Uh, and you know, he said, you know, challenge me to, you know, just take some time out, uh, do some quiet, do my quiet time, and uh, just worship him. Uh, and it was like this, that, you know, I just felt peace. Uh, and the good news is this, you know, uh, the crazy thing is this, in, on Wednesday when I went back to work, you know, um, I just started the day going, you know, God, uh, anything goes wrong, no matter what it is, I'm going to trust in you. Uh, and uh, I know that you're good. And even if I don't meet the deadline, right, even if everything fails, it's not the end of the world. Uh, and true enough, somehow everything worked on Wednesday. Somehow everything fell into place on Wednesday. Uh, and yeah, we managed to meet that deadline. Um, but it wasn't until I you know, focused on God that you know I realised that I was just so tied down with the work, the workload, the uh, the, the stress, uh, everything that is going wrong that, you know, um, I was feeling terrible. But at the same time, you know, I was blaming God as well on a lot of things uh, and on, on, on everything that was going wrong uh, instead of focusing on, you know, His goodness, His faithfulness. And, you know, for those of you, you know, who are going through something right now, uh, maybe a time of uncertainty, uh, maybe you're praying for something, 
uh, or you know things are not going your way right now i want to encourage you you know why not just focus on god uh why not just you know surrender uh all of it to him uh and you know i, I want you to know that you know god is good god is faithful and god loves you uh and uh he has uh his plans for you and uh trust him uh, because he will come through for you amen uh you know so for full of course is someone who uh recognizes who god is and that is someone who you know recognizes that he is the king of kings and lord of lords and should be put first in our lives but also someone who you know focuses on him recognizing his voice even when times get tough and thirdly a follower of christ is this is someone who is a fisher of men you know uh in verse uh 10 here it says you know jesus said to simon uh, do not be afraid from now on you will catch men you know, if you read the other gospels in matthew or in uh or in mark or in john jesus says uh, follow me and i will make you fisher of men follow me and fisher of men go hand in hand you know in fact uh the great commission uh is go and make disciples of all nations uh, it's our mission it's what jesus has left us with as our mission and, you know as followers of christ uh, we need to be fishers of men as well And you know, uh, this is sometimes where we fall short. I feel it might be personally as well. Uh, and uh, even as preparing preparing this, you know, uh, I had to ask myself this one question: Do I want to be a fisher of men? Am I a fish? Well, yeah. Am I a fisher of men? And do I want to be a fisher of men? Because if the answer is no, then I'm not a follower of Christ. Uh, a follower of Christ is someone who. is a fisher of men and that means you know uh someone who love others someone who uh, sees the opportunities around us uh someone who uh when you look at other people around us see the purpose where God has placed you in purpose uh where he, the people of of the people he put around you that you know you are there to make an impact you are there to influence them for Christ you are there uh, to show them a glimpse of who Jesus is you know um I remind of you know just uh, uh a lot of opportunities and you know um the thing about this you know is that you know we're here for those of us who are students especially you're here for uh you know a year two years three years four years maybe uh but you know our time here is limited and you know there is a reason why you're here in the UK you're here in whichever city that you're in uh for a reason because There are some people in your life that God has placed in your life right now that only you can reach, uh, and uh, you know as I I run I say this I'm reminded of you know me when I was back in university I had this one housemate who um, brought to church a couple times, um, and but I realized that you know um, one thing that I always regretted not not doing more was that uh, even though I invited him to church. Uh, I've I've always shied away from talking about faith with him. Uh, and uh, yeah, we hang out. Uh, we we as housemates. Um, invite him to church, but that's and but I never but um we I've never tried uh to tell him about Jesus. Uh, and now we've kind of lost contact. I don't know how he's doing. Uh, but I pray that you know. I'm hoping that you know maybe um. 
God has brought around other people in his life you know, to show him um, to, 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 to show him who Jesus is to lead him to Christ. Uh, but you know, if only I was I was sorry, if only if only I had took the opportunity. Um, if only I did. And you know, uh, people around us right now there's a season uh, where we're here uh, and there's people around us that you know only we can reach. And you know, um, are we are we uh, fishes of men? Are we focused? on the harvest, uh, are we um, followers of Christ who are um, uh, taking on uh, the mission and the commission that Jesus has given us. You know, we have to check our hearts to see, you know, are we hungry to add and to um, to expand God's kingdom or are we just uh, happy and complacent where we are? Because if we are, then we need to check our hearts and make sure that you know um, that you know uh, we start um, looking through and asking God to give us His compassion to look through His lens of love. Amen. And also, church, this is just the three points that I have. Three very simple points: what it means to be a follower of Christ is someone who obeys God, obeys Him, and even when it doesn't make sense, someone who recognizes Him and His voice, even when times get hard, and someone who is a fisherman, someone who um, loves and carry out, loves others and carry out uh, the mission that God has given us. Amen. In our church, I'm going to end us in prayer. Would you just allow me to pray? God, we just want to thank you, uh, God, for today. God, we thank you, Lord God, for uh, just your word and uh, a reminder again, God, of what it means to be your follower. God, we pray, Lord, that you would just teach us, Lord, uh, to uh, obey. Teach us, Lord God, to recognize your voice and teach us, Lord God, to, uh, 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 to, to uh, uh, be a fisher of men. God, we want to pray, Lord, that you would just use us uh, and continue to grow us uh, to be uh, your followers and to be your disciples. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.axechurch.uk. God bless.